Welcome to the Exam Study Expert Podcast, helping you ace your exams at school and university through the psychology of high performance and the science of studying smarter, not harder. It's my pleasure to introduce your host, the Cambridge-trained memory psychologist and exam success coach, William Wadsworth. Hello and welcome to the Exam Study Expert podcast. Today we're continuing our series of student stories by meeting Rose, a high schooler from Australia. Rose was an early listener to the podcast and has been really successful in applying a number of our favourite exam study expert study strategies to really turn round her success at school, especially in maths. I want you to listen out for two things in our conversation today. Number one, study strategies. Notice how deliberate Rose has been in seeking out effective ways to study, including many of, as I say, our favourite techniques here from the show, such as memory journaling, which we talked about in last week's episode. The second thing to listen out for is her attitude on mindset. If you heard the previous episode in this series with Katie, which was two weeks ago in episode 67, you'll have started to appreciate, I hope, uh, just how important the right mindset can be to success in academia. Rose's story beautifully continues this theme. I've just been so impressed talking to her by her attitude to working on her mindset and continuing to improve and level up as a student and frankly as a human being uh, in every way she can. I really haven't met too many high schoolers of her age. I really haven't met too many high schoolers who show such maturity on this front. And I would really recommend playing close attention to what she says about mindset, because I think there is much that frankly we can all learn from her no matter how old we are. Above all, what I think Rose's story illustrates so well is the magic that can happen when you get both your mindset and your study strategies right. So whatever you're struggling with at school, college, university, I really hope there'll be something for you to take away from this story, either hope or inspiration, or perhaps some practical tips or encouragement to actually apply some of the stuff we talk about here on the show uh, and really make it work well in practice for you. It's going to be a really great episode. I love this conversation with Rose. I think you're going to take a lot away from talking to her. Let's dive in and meet her. I started by asking Rose what had been going well and less well for her before she discovered the Exam Study Experts podcast. So basically, it was the start a bit into year nine. And as a student, I was kind of in the middle of one, from coming from year eight, and two, also, you know, getting used to year nine, kind of getting comfortable with that atmosphere of kind of more concerned about where my education should be, what were my grades doing at the time, and also about all those friend relationships and getting used to being back at school again. So beforehand in year seven and year eight, I was this average student, so some of my grades were good, some of my grades could have been better, and basically I didn't kind of think about changing my grades, or I wasn't that motivated, so I was a bit distracted quite a lot of the time in year nine, and I found that reflecting on that, part of the reason why I kind of didn't enjoy year nine, or I didn't really focus on my studies as much as I thought I should have, was because I was a bit clueless about how I should be studying in year nine. 
So I had just experienced these two years of high school, you know, drifting around here and there and going into year nine and talking about year 10, year 11, year 12, what my future was. I was kind of still really focused on knowing how to study, kind of getting those basics of how do I retain information for my tests. And I think I was facing a lot of problems actually in that area of concern as well. What kind of problems? Basically, from year 78, but more in year nine, I started asking people how to study. I was asking my mom, my dad, I was asking my friends, I was even asking my younger sister, how do you study? How do you take in information? I would search it up on the web. I would try to, you know, dive through all these websites that told you how to study. And I was taking in quite a lot of information about that, but I was still quite clueless and I was still kind of lost in that, you know, how do you get good grades? And I think I didn't make the connection between you have to actually study and you have to put in this work and there's there's actually ways of doing that and that will give you your good grades and that will give you good results. So what sort of things did you come across at that time when you were asking, asking around people you knew for advice, when you were searching on the internet? Was there anything you found that was particularly helpful? Was there anything you found that was particularly not helpful? So I did find a lot of the time that a lot of websites talked about focus and redoing questions and organisation. And I read into that and I took it in, but I didn't really act on it. So I was thinking, yeah, like, you know, sure, be organized. Cool. I'll organize my desk. Now I've got an organized workplace, but I still kind of didn't get to the core of how do you intake that information. And a lot of my friends were saying that they were just rewriting, rewriting their questions or revisiting concepts of the exam syllabus, but that didn't really help me as well. I kind of needed specific techniques that worked for me and I just, I didn't know where to search. So I was kind of lost in that search and I kind of, it was a time that I kind of gave up a bit and I kind of lost a lot of motivation because when you don't have a path and when you don't have a way, you become quite lost and you don't really see where you're going. You don't have a goal. So I kind of lost that, that time there kind of searching and not really finding anything. So what happened next? I was looking around and I decided I would stop for a while. So basically I tried different things out. So I tried rewriting my notes. I actually didn't didn't study too much, but I just resorted to doing my work and then I wouldn't do any extra work or I wouldn't I wouldn't study as hard as I think I'd normally would or when I got to studying I found that I would procrastinate and I wouldn't do it and I convinced myself that I had studied when I really hadn't and I really hadn't studied efficiently so I got to a stage in year 9 and I think that a lot of students get to this stage where they're basically stuck or they they just haven't got any motivation or they don't have a way to study or maybe they just you know, they're just a bit lost. And I was trying to search around and it came to that place where you either make a change to your habits because of two things. One, you are either afraid of what would happen if you don't make that change 
or two, you're motivated. So it's either a pain or gain situation I found. Either I was motivated enough to study and make that change or my grades dropped so low or they got so bad that I was forced to actually put in that work to then get better grades or to study or to finally face my problems. So at that time, I was looking around and it got to the moment where and yearly exams were coming up and it was this big test and there was a moment where I kind of woke up and I acknowledged that I had these exams and I looked at all of my study habits and I said that this really needs to change and I basically started to search and search again and I was listening to a couple of podcasts, so I'd absolutely scoured the internet um, and I didn't really find anything that was too helpful. I was just listening to some focused podcasts because I was dealing with my, some anxiety that comes with, you know, all of these tests, plus the anxiety of, you know, I've actually got to do this work. I've actually got to put in more work to this exam. And I came across the first episode that I listened to, which was, I'm pretty sure how to focus. It was meeting this guy and he was just very productive. And I, I'm pretty sure you talked with him. Chris Bailey. Yes, Chris. And to focus and basically how to focus. And I I remember I was, I think I was making a smoothie and I stopped. I just froze. And I was just, I stood there and I listened to what, what you guys were saying and what you guys was just, discussing and it was just so relatable and I decided to click on on the site that it came from and I think that was probably one of the best decisions I'd ever made <laughs> in the in the whole of year nine and all of your episodes came up and I did like I started to scroll through all of these episodes and at first I was kind of you know thinking you know I'll give one of these a try you know and I listened to it and I was listening to the handling with maths and tips, tips to being motivated with maths. And it just, it was kind of this kind of light bulb that went on in my head and like, it just kind of really reached me. And I said, this is actually what I need to start doing. And I think that was when I started to really look at, you know, how far I'd actually come and I still had a long way to go, but it was almost an opening. It was like I had found these gates um, the world had given me something I was looking for and the world had finally, you know, shown me something that would help me. So that sort of gave you some kind of, uh, sounds like almost like, you know, hope that things can be better and that there is a better way. Yes. I really didn't believe that while I was searching, I kind of lost hope in myself as well. I kind of lost a lot of confidence because, you know, when you do find that you know, you can't study effectively, your grades are dropping gradually, each result you get is kind of worse than last. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, how do I, you know, how do I get better? How do I change this? I'm, you know, I'm so lost at the moment. And you just don't think it will get any better. It's just going to get worse. As you know, you keep on going, the years get, you know, harder, longer, more homework, more assignments, harder tests. And you're just it's very overwhelming. But there always is a way, no matter how far from your goal you are, how you know unmotivated you are. If you're looking, at least looking for, you know, an answer, or you're at least looking for a way to improve, there always is hope. There always are ways to get better. You just have to, you know, 
work hard and put in that time and search. I think that's such a great way of way of thinking about things, and and I couldn't agree more. I wanted to ask. So you started diving into some of the stuff on the on the podcast, and it sounded like there was a real that was a real kind of mindset shift for you at that point, and it helped you kind of get motivated. And we talked about rediscovering some of that hope. Were there any specific kind of strategies or techniques that you've started to adopt that you're finding helpful? So after I listened to nearly all of your episodes, after that kind of maths focus, um, I started to write down all of these kind of all of your tips. So I sat down and I actually jotted all of the notes down and what your guests were saying, what you were saying. And I was kind of looking at them and I was kind of reflecting on what I'd actually been searching um, and what I tried to do in my studying and then comparing them. And I found that I actually hadn't tried a lot of these new techniques. And so I basically jotted down like a to-do list and I basically, in the next couple of days, I tried pretty much a lot of them out actually. And I've still got a lot of them to do, but I, as soon as I heard you describing, for example, the retrieval journal, which is, you know, this journal that you can do five minutes every day and, you basically remember what you did yesterday. And I I was given this um, red leather book on my birthday. And originally it was just for like writing in, but it had these cream pages and it, it was, you know, it was the right size and it was, it just fits so perfectly. And I looked at that journal and I said, yes, I'm going to start this right now. So I jotted down actually what I did yesterday and I've been doing that since. Um, I think I started a few weeks ago and I can still remember what I was doing actually a few weeks ago before I can even think about it. And it's just changed changed my way of thinking um, so much actually. It's actually, I really recommend that has really helped me. I found that the day after, um, my friends were asking me like, you know, Hey, what did we do? Like, you know, last lesson. And I was just able to list that off. And I figured that if I was able to do that, then I would be able to use that way of thinking that mindset and actually use that technique in my exams as well. So that's going, um, for the moment, it's, it's amazing. It's working really well. And also other techniques like, well, I've got about like six sets of flashcards and I downloaded as soon as, you know, I started listening, I downloaded like Khan Academy, Quizlet, a few other focus, the focus apps, Promodo. Um, and I've all been using them since. And I found that they really worked. And as well as that, I've kind of changed my way of like note taking as well. So I basically write it's what I call them question and answer notes. So I write down basically all the content, um, but basically the main questions out of the content that I'm studying on one page. And I'll just write down all of them for the, um, for the topics. And then on the other page, I'll write um, the answers. So then I look at the questions and I write that on a new piece of paper and I'll just do that from memory from what I know. And then I'll check with the answers and basically the answers that the questions that I got wrong, I'll put them on a new piece of paper and I'll do them again. So it's kind of like flashcards and you're just narrowing down basically what you're, what you can remember and what you can't. Yeah. I think that's smart. You know, there's sort of a balance to strike between having 
so many different tools at your your disposal. So I was thinking just as you were mentioning the various things you're, you're downloading and you're trying, you'll probably find that not all of them stick with you for the long term and you kind of narrow it down to a handful of tools that are just the most helpful for you and those are the ones you sort of stick with. But I think it is helpful to have a plurality of, of tools within that. So whether it's two or three or four different little techniques that you have in your toolkit and knowing when to pull the right tool out of that toolkit. So I think that you summed it up brilliantly. Like for you, flashcards seem to work really well for those sort of terms, definitions, you know, dates, formulas, very sort of specific little discrete bits of information. And and then you're finding it, it's a bit harder for for kind of the the, the, the broader areas of the topics. And that's a great time to use the, the question answer uh, notes that you're describing so so fantastically. So I think that's such a smart way to to approach it. I kind of, I tried, you know, I was trying also the brain dump papers. I was trying for a while. I was kind of, I was doing like pair, a bit of pair testing as well. And also there was this rhyme um, that was previously brought up in one of your many podcasts. And it was just those little, like, for example, like one is a gun, two is a shoe, three is a flea. Peg word, peg word method. Yeah. 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 Associating with that. And that also really helped me. Um, so I think, yeah, I think just like experimenting kind of, you know, gave me that wider range to techniques I could use, tools I could um, utilize when I was studying. And also that kind of gave me a bit of a taste of, you know, what worked for me, what didn't, and like, you know, how I could further focus on those areas that did help me. Um and then maybe even reflect on why those areas, those tools that didn't help me, why they didn't help me, or if I was doing something wrong, or, you know, if there was a way that I kind of, you know, that I kind of thought, or my mindset that maybe didn't, didn't really work with that. And then what I could do, kind of, you know, using that kind of reflection to kind of improve my other tools that did work for me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And um, one of the things I was really curious to ask, actually, was one of the challenges uh, in in talking about effective ways to learn. And, and you've just mentioned a lot of effective ways to learn. You know, if I if I sort of go, you know, I'm going into schools and talking to to students about it. I know that um, despite my the the best possible efforts I could make, I, I know that a lot of students won't change their, their their habits. And that's for a couple of reasons uh, in a lot of cases, I think. One is that the more effective ways of working are actually harder work in the moment to do. It takes more effort to sit down and make question answer notes than it does just to copy out things from the book uh, and make plain sort of standard standard form notes. And the other is that particularly when it comes to the sort of retrieval practice, self-testing techniques you're, you're talking about, people sometimes don't believe that they work at first. Uh, you know, one of the classic scientific studies on this got a bunch of students to learn by doing some retrieval practice, self-testing, and another bunch of students to learn by just rereading that same information over and over again. And they asked both of them to predict how well they would do on a test in a week's time. Now, we both know that the retrieval practice group were going to go on and do much better in the test. And they did. But the really interesting thing was they didn't think they would. So right after they'd done that learning, they predicted themselves a lower score on average on the test than the group that had just been sitting doing the rereading. So 
often our intuitions about what we think is going to work for us aren't necessarily accurate. Um, and, you know, we sort of almost got to get over that hurdle and got to sort of just trust that this is going to work for us. And it's only, you know, maybe in a week's time when we start to see that benefit, when you actually, as you were sort of describing with the retrieval journaling, start to realise, oh yeah, you know, actually I can remember this stuff. Any any kind of comments on that from, from your experience? What was it like getting over that hurdle and actually starting to use some of this stuff? Was it hard at first or did it just all slot into place very easily from day one? Of 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 course. I I really I really struggled with learning in those kinds of areas because I was that sort of student who if I didn't see immediate results, um I would kind of lose hope in that whole kind of, you know, process. And I'd think that, you know, what I was doing, you know, didn't really have any effect. I didn't see that maths or, you know, studying, it takes such a long time to develop and, you know, it takes such a long time to influence and to actually to work and to become efficient that you have to really stay stay in that mindset and stay motivated and I think in year seven and eight I did study but I was still trying to get over that hurdle so it just became such a drag and I just lost I lost sight of it because I didn't see that this was actually a long-term race it wasn't a short-term race so I lost my stamina I lost my focus and I kind of dropped out of that that race altogether. And I think the difference between then and now is that I've kind of, I've actually kind of realized that. And I, I you know, I actually just realized it. And, you know, you actually have to have this stamina and you actually have to trust in that process that if you do put in the hard work and if you do put in the time and you do have that motivation and that goal to improve even from where you were maybe even from where you started or from a month ago or from you know a few weeks ago it's going to take time and it's not going to happen immediately so when that doesn't happen immediately or when you don't get your desired grades or you know or your performance is still horrible you you can't lose hope and you can't use that to discourage you and you can't be defined by that mark you have to look over the hurdle and you have to keep on going because it's as I said it's a long-term race it's you know you have to actually have the stamina you have to pace yourself and you have to be prepared to brave in the storm because eventually it will it will work and your efforts will pay off and I think that's what you know so many students actually need to you know need to see because so many students that fail in their you know tests or that fail to create a good studying technique or use their studying tools they do the study and then they immediately when they don't get the results they wanted they lose hope and they say oh what's the point and they don't see that you know it's a long term thing it's it's definitely and you have to face the challenges and you have to actually jump over that hurdle to get to the other side and to actually you know to have that like smooth flow but that's definitely what i experienced absolutely absolutely no i think that's such a smart way of such a smart way of looking at it 
I'm uh, I'm so impressed by your attitude. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> the the other little thing I just wanted to circle back on was was retrieval journaling, which you, which you were talking about when you were describing the different uh, techniques you use. Because that's I basically came up with the idea, <laughs> uh, and it's, so it's always quite interesting to hear how people are getting on with it. I'd be really interested to kind of know how you've managed to fit it into your day. So you know, when you're doing it during the day, what's your what's your kind of routine with it? So basically, I didn't really think much of it at first. So I, I was kind of dedicating about, you know, I thought maybe five minutes would be, you know, an appropriate time for me. So I basically wake up and I decided that it would be best to remember um, all of my information after I got up because I found in the evening, I kind of, it was still fresh in my mind. I could still retrace it back. And after you get up in the morning, the next morning, it actually becomes much more of a kind of effort, but that kind of wakes up your mind. So that really worked for me. So then after I did that and I finished that, I'd look back on my work, um, on my journaling and my mind would actually be fresh and it would be ready. And then I could go on and do the next task and get ready for school and get ready in the day, knowing that, you know, I actually could remember. Um, and at first I couldn't, so I get up, um, I dedicate maybe about like, you know, five to 10, 15 minutes, And I thought I would take about like, you know, five minutes to just jot it down. But I ended up sitting there for about 20 to 25 minutes, just staring at a blank page, you know, thinking like, what is wrong with me? Like, I I can't remember anything. And I jot down what I could. And I basically just kind of sat there and I kind of felt a bit upset with myself and a bit disappointed because I couldn't remember this stuff. And I thought, you know, it was only yesterday. Like sometimes I can't even remember what I had for dinner yesterday. Um, But I thought I should be able to at least remember what I did, you know, for like six hours in school or at least a bit of it. So I kept on going with it and I basically did my retrieval journal in the morning. And then when I came back, from school in the evening, I take a tiny bit of time to just look over it and then pull some books out. Um, and I was already in that mode of study. So I could just grab a couple of books, open them and kind of, you know, look from my notebooks and my textbooks and kind of add to that retrieval journaling entry with like, you know, a different color. And at first I was kind of, you know, putting in a lot and, I found that my, for example, my red pen, there was much more of it on the page than my black. And for a while that kind of discouraged me, but I kept on going. And I think that's really important that you just keep on, keep on going. Gradually over time, it kind of became like, you know, the red writing actually decreased a bit. So half of that was because I was spending less time actually journaling because I could just remember more kind of, kind of on demand. So gradually my writing, it decreased um, and I was able to write, you know, faster and more efficiently. Um, And I also realized that for a bit of time, I was actually slacking off a bit. So I just, you know, kind of sit there, maybe jot a couple of things down, not really. And then I just, you know, think I'd add to it later. But I realized that you actually have to be very committed to it and, you know, you actually have to think back and you have to, you know, put down some points that, you know, future you would look, you know, look back on and say, I know what's happening here. I've got the full, not the full story, but the main, the core, the core story here that I can later, you know, bring into my revision 
to my future tests and exams. Amazing. Amazing. That muscle that lets you do recall and focus intently in the moment, it sounds like that was almost being developed through this this practice. It definitely did. It, it almost kind of, it kind of made a breakthrough. I'm not sure where, but it it kind of opened my brain up to the, on me even, up to the idea of being able to actually just jot down what you did a couple of days ago. And you'd think that, you know, something as simple as that, you know, couldn't impact much, but it kind of, that way of thinking and that working of the brain, even like in the early morning, it's, it's actually really, really important. And it actually, it's such an advantage to be able to, you know, it works on your memory. It also, you know, it's almost mindfulness in, in a way because you're aware, you're aware that, you know, you're remembering, you're trying to, you know, retrieve this information from your brain. And after it's done, I definitely feel much better about myself and I feel more confident as well that I'll be able to go into this day. And even in class, you know, maybe I'd be yawning a bit, maybe drifting off for a couple of seconds, you know, in that period of time, I'd actually think something about my retrieval journal and I'd be thinking like, hey, Rose, hey, you, like, you're going to be remembering this, you know, next morning, like, you know, you better pay attention. So then I'd snap back into class and I'd, I'd be conscious that, you know, you do have to remember this. And I also think that it's, it's brought me back, you know, into focus so many times. It's almost like, you know, the retrieval journal is keeping track of me now. Yeah, it's it's almost like you're accountable to yourself uh, later for having to remember this stuff. And I think one of the beautiful things is you're, you're just doing it for you. You know, it's not a test that your teacher's making you sit or anything. It's t- something that you are doing for you. And I think that's such a kind of deeper and more powerful uh, way, to, way to get motivated. Just that kind of, that process of thought that, you're accountable for your own, you know, you're accountable to remembering this and, you know, that that self-motivation, that kind of start that I took on, you know, just a simple five-minute task just for yourself, that has been such such a huge impact on all of my studying because that basically expressed that if I can do this for myself and if I'm motivated enough to keep this, keep this retrieval journaling habit up, then, you know, what's stopping me from, you know, making this motivation to even, you know, do extra homework or study because, you know, studies self-motivated, you know, you have to actually make the attempt to revise, you know, write down the questions. It's more than like highlighting and like rereading. You've actually got to remember the information and then in exam conditions, be able to, you know, retrieve it from your brain and put it on paper. And that takes effort and that takes work. And a lot of students, sometimes they, they can't find that motivation. And I think something as simple as starting a retrieval journal is it's so beneficial because it's building that motivation in yourself and then also spreading it to other areas like your study. It's just helped me so much. How long do you do on it now? You said it was maybe 20, 25 minutes to start with. Is it got quicker over time? Yeah, um, at the moment, I'll maybe take about 10 minutes. But um, that's normally because I'm kind of also, I choose to put more on the paper. So normally each day, I do maybe about three pages. And that's just about like, you know, quick, quick scroll. Um, and I just drop down what I did for each each subject so I've kind of, you know, used that as kind of a revision for the subject and that works for me. And I find that, you know, even putting more on that, 
it kind of, you know, that dedication, it just keeps me, you know, keeps me in focus and to be able to, you know, remember what you did yesterday and just jot it all down and to be able to have it there, that kind of always reassures me that if I'm able to remember this, then, you know, I'm able to remember, that means I'm able to study and I can, you know, I can retain information. Now I've got the motivation. I've got, you know, thanks to you and your podcasts, I've got the techniques, I've got the tools, I've got the motivation now. And, you know, all I need is the time and the commitment. And, you know, I'm already improving so much. Fantastic. Well, we're, we're well on our way. Um, you said you're, you're improving. Is, is there any sort of tangible results you've had after that? Any sort of grades in class or anything that have been better than you might have hoped since, uh, since you started doing all this stuff? At the moment, I can't really say anything because my exams are still coming up, but it's not been like a huge, huge change. But I've kind of, I've noticed like, you know, a series of events that have kind of happened after I changed my mindset. So I started, you know, these habits of, I normally go to bed quite late and I didn't really didn't think much of it. I just normally be caught up with work, but, you know, I get up, I go to bed at like now about nine, 9.45 to 10 and I get up quite early and just that little change um, from my tools is actually, you know, affecting, you know, my happiness during the day, my motivation, using the retrieval journal has really boosted my motivation to study. So instead of kind of looking at study as like, you know, just this extra work that, you know, has to get done, how most students might, you know, perceive study is like, you know, just leading up to an exam. I've actually kind of created this really positive atmosphere with study and I think I'm going to keep on studying even after my exams are finished because I think I've just grown to like it so much that kind of motivation that I've it's given me and that kind of self kind of awareness that I have about studying now it's kind of it's a different mindset it's one I'm going to you know I better learn this and I better learn it thoroughly so I can you know write it down and be able to explain it to my future self in my retrieval journal um tomorrow morning and also Two, now that I've got this opportunity, I've got this time, you know, I'm going to have to use it really wisely. I'm going to have to try to, you know, learn this concept to the best of my ability and become really, you know, successful at learning this. It's just really changed my way of like, you know, simply looking at different subjects and, you know, that improvement of motivation. It's it's just been such a great change. That's absolutely fantastic. I just wanted to ask, what would your advice be for yourself a few years ago, maybe even just sort of 12 months ago, what do you know now that you wish you could have discovered sooner, looking back with hindsight? Or maybe looking at a student who's in a similar situation to you, what would your advice be to them in that situation? Well, I probably wished I'd known your podcasts. Um, but apart from that, I think I think I wish my younger self would have had that light bulb moment or become aware of, you know, where she was in terms of not just her grades and not just her, you know, her results, but also where she was in terms of mindset and where she was in terms of motivation and commitment and what type of student she was. Um, I think that a lot of students become so kind of kept up in that whole process of 
you know, learning and get just getting through school in general that they forget they forget to enjoy the process and also the process of studying. And I think that one you have to ask around to first, you know, get to get to know how to study and what works for you, but also to to even reach out in the first place is just the beginning. And to, you know, that just that first step of realizing that, come on, you actually need to start start to actually look at studying differently and you need to change your mindset if your results aren't what you aren't what you wanted or you think you can do better. It's not just, you know, a thought. You actually have to act on that. And I, I think I really wish that my past self saw that and then acted acted on that because I think I was searching for a long time, but I didn't really I didn't search too much. I did and then I kind of pushed it away. Um, like a thought and it didn't really come back to me until you know demand for exams and demand study came up and that kind of was all was all in my face so I think I definitely tell my younger self that one everything is a process and you need to just keep to it and as well as that too it's all about mindset if you're committed and if you're willing to put in the work and you're willing to make a change, the world will give you an answer. And as long as you're motivated and keep that up, you will, you will get better. Everything's a process and it's all about the mindset and willingness to change. I think that's fantastic. Rose, thank you ever so much. If you've got exams coming up, you can now get all of William's favourite tips and tricks to save you time and get you higher grades all in one handy cheat sheet. Grab your copy at examstudyexpert.com slash free tips. Thanks again for listening and see you soon.